Gilmartin here. The locked-on road to the NHL trade deadline continues, and boy, have the Toronto Maple Leafs been busy. Three trades made all today to, as they continue to build up for this playoff stretch drive and hopefully a long playoff run. David Morissuti of Locked On Leafs joins us, and let's talk about this first deal first. The Leafs send Rasmus Sandin to the Washington Capitals. They get back Eric Gustafson and a first-round pick in 2023 that originally belonged to the Boston Bruins. Your thought about this deal, Dave? That was a head-scratching deal for me because Rasmus Sandin was someone that they had signed for next season. They looked as a cost-controlled blue liner for this team. And, you know, they go and they get an offensive defenseman, Eric Gustafson, back. They do get a first-round pick back, which if you're Kyle Dubas, who's been trading almost every single pick that the Leafs own, it's kind of nice to see that they get a first-round pick back for a guy who was a former first-round pick, albeit it is the Boston Bruins pick, so that's going to be a late pick already. But what this signals to me, too, though, is that Rasmus Sandin, for him, it's a good trade because he now gets to go and play regularly. Right now, with the Leafs trades that they made, especially the one for Jake McCabe, it took his spot out of the lineup. So he was right now a luxury on this Leafs team. They needed to get lower uh, in the cap. So the savings is about 600000 between Sandin and Gustafson. And the funny thing is Gustafson is now the Leafs' top-scoring defenseman in terms of points when you look at it. So clearly uh, Kyle Dubas is just looking for a bit of an upgrade there, get a first-round pick back for Sandin, and also save on the cap. So it's... I understand the move. It was a little head scratching at first. You can kind of see why some of those moves were made, but yeah, it's just one after another, after another, just gets your, your head spinning a little bit here. And where do you think Gustafson fits in? Who do you think they'll pair him with and in what kind of role right now? I, I, I would say right now he'd probably be on the outside looking in. He will probably be that depth defenseman on the left side. Now they've made a bunch of other trades. So a lot of that could could potentially trade uh, change, but I think right now he would be the guy that comes in if there is an injury because you got Morgan Rowley on the left, you have Mark Giordano on the left, and you have TJ Brody on the left right now, as it currently says. I know at practice it was Brody and McCabe, who is a left shot but can play the right side. So right now I think Gustafson is a depth option for this Leafs team, which considering he has 38 points this season – that's not too bad considering you have that guy to bring in if they're in case of an injury. Yeah, no, that's if that's your seventh defenseman, you're doing pretty well. Also, the Leafs getting defenseman Luke Shen from the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for a third round pick in this year's draft. And uh, how do you feel Shen fits in to this Maple Leafs team? And what does he add to the lineup? Well, now they actually get a right shot defenseman because the Leafs have been adding a bunch of left shot ads. You know, Gus and McCabe are both left shots. But they bring in somebody who is, brings a more physical element. The Leafs don't really have that physical element on the blue line. Luke Shen certainly brings that. This is someone that Toronto Maple Leafs fans are definitely familiar with, former fifth overall pick of this team. Felt like they, you know... This might be, depending on how the Leafs season goes, this might be a good redemption story because Luke Shen was viewed as the future of this team. Didn't really work out. He went to Philadelphia, Vancouver, 
won a cup, won a cup over with Tampa Bay. So there is some playoff experience with Luke Shen there. But yeah, I guess this is another potential depth move unless there's more moves coming for the Leafs and we might see more things changing about with the lineup. But Luke Shen right now, if I'm looking at where he fits, he's probably, you know, another depth option on the right side because the Leafs do want to make sure that all their bases are covered uh, on that blue line. And then as a third deal all being done today, the uh, Maple Leafs send forward Pierre Engvall to the New York Islanders for a 2024 third-round pick. Your thoughts on that move right there? This one here screams to me cap savings because the Leafs, they, they, they're in a position right now where they need to activate Matt Murray off of long-term injured reserve, and they are unable to do that because they are not cap-compliant you know, with his contract. So in order to make that move, the Leafs needed to save, save some money. Pierre Engvall, out of all the fours, it was Pierre Engvall and Alexander Kerfoot who were the two likely candidates that would have to be moved out if the Leafs were going to be looking to gain a little bit of cap flexibility. He is signed for another year at $2.25 million. So that's the significant savings on the Leafs cap. They get a third round pick for a guy who was a seventh round pick, uh, for them so pretty good value in terms of that i think the islanders uh also did well in terms of getting a guy who can bring some scoring lower into the lineup he's a, you know his skating is his best attribute is a very speedy guy but yeah this is a cap saving move for the leaves they with the sam lafferty trade they just added so many guys to that bottom six they they needed to make room and potentially matthew nice if he's an option down the road the Leafs now have a spot opened up both with a contract and uh, the, some cap space to add him if they want to. We still have a few more days before the trade deadline and the Leafs still have a little more cap space to free up. What do you see on the horizon for this team? I'm just wondering if you're going to see more players moved out, if there's another move to make, if you're bringing all these guys and maybe they're trying to shake things up there. Other than that, maybe Maybe you try to go and get some goaltending depth if you feel like Matt Murray's situation isn't a confident one right now. He's had he's struggled with injuries this year, so do they go out and get a depth uh, another goaltender? Kyle Dubas is trying to cover all of his bases right now, so it wouldn't surprise me if the Leafs look at this current shape of this roster and say, "Okay, we've made a lot of changes right now, but is it going to get us not only past?" the first round where it's likely going to be the Tampa Bay lightning, but will it get them that much further, that much closer to a Stanley cup? I think the Leafs right now have addressed so many different needs with this team. It's kind of crazy to think that more moves could come because, um, you know, they've done so much three trades in in a span of an hour. It's pretty much unheralded in the NHL. This is like the Leafs deciding to go and they're going to be an NBA team and just, make so many changes on the fly. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. I wonder if they're going to take a breath for a little bit. They do play a game on Wednesday night against the Edmonton Oilers, so they'll get a chance to see how some of this will play out. But right now, Kyle Dubas is not taking any chance. He's not leaving any stone unturned. Yeah, and I uh, can't say that's a surprise. The Leafs really trying to get all in here well be sure to check out locked on leafs for more on all of these trades and all things toronto maple leafs and keep it dialed in to locked on nhl 
all along the road to the NHL trade deadline. This is the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.